Episode 24. Getting it, getting, getting, it, getting it, getting it. Yep, 24. We are La Petite Mort Pod. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. I'm Em. And I'm Dee. And we're going to talk about some taboos today. So, all the taboos. All the taboos, but mostly ghosty things. Ghosty things. Ghosty things and sixth sense things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am really, really excited to tell y'all about the ghosts in my house. Yeah. We've had some ghosty developments. We've had ghosty developments. And we're going to post that on Instagram. You'll go see it. (laughs) And so today, my dearest M, I have a question for you. We, On a scale from like the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy Mm -hmm. to the others, what is your current ghosty situation? Like, I feel like I had a better answer for this, but I'm on like a Disneyland kind of ride, you know? (laughs) Like... Just, I'm, I know that there's some, like, ghosty things and there's some scary things in the world, but I'm just not concerned. <laughs> you know? I'm just, like... So, basically, like, the Haunted Mansion basically, at Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. The ride, not the, the ride. Because, right. like, in the movie, they, they capture the wife and it's a whole ordeal. I don't have that kind of drama in my life. Yes, right. So it's fine. Right now. <laughs> right now. Anyway. <laughs> Tomorrow's another day. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, so, for you, my friend, on a scale from Haunted Mansion to the others, what's your current ghost status? My current ghost status would be like zero from the nightmare before Christmas. You know, just the helpful sidekick. <laughs> but a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's all. Like, maybe let's delve into that a little bit. Yeah. We'll so do that. What? Yeah. What the hell's been happening in your house? What the fuck? I don't even know. So, um, as some of y'all may or may not know, I have a, um, a little bunion. A bun. A, bu- a rabbit. A bunny. A bunny. Mr. Bun. So... Uh, my my dearest uh, Frank and I bought a bun camera. We call it the bun camera. Yeah. Because it's really what I use to watch him while I'm at work and I'm sad and depressed about my life. And I just watch the bun. <laughs> and it makes me feel better. Um, it's also a way to low-key spy on my husband. But that's, you know, another that's story for another time. Neither. That's neither here nor there. So, JK. <laughs> just joking. So... Um, this camera notifies me when there's movement. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this camera, just a shout out to it, is called Waze. Mm -hmm. W-A... Hold up. Hold up. W-A-Z-E. It was like $50, $60 on Amazon. Like really, really inexpensive, little tiny cube looking camera. We have it set up in the basement window, so mm-hmm. where the bun is, the bun, he's the, not just the bun, bun the, only the bun. bun, the only bun in the whole world, and um, it just kind of keeps an eyeball on him, so mm-hmm. if we're out of the house, or if we're both working, um, we can check in on him, we can actually talk to him through it, it's been a really cool device. Interestingly enough, we got it for bun, but it actually doesn't pick up his movement. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even know if I ever told you that, but it actually doesn't pick up his movement. So when he's moving around, I don't get notifications. Mm-hmm. I get notifications when myself, Frank, we're moving around the basement. Mm-hmm. For example, I'm getting notifications right now telling me that he's playing video games. <laughs> and so it records about, I think it's about 20 seconds of a movement. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a continuous recording where I can watch the entire evening. It's 20 seconds of a movement. Mm-hmm. 
So I've had this thing for maybe, I don't know, two months or something like that. And to be honest with you, I get so many notifications from it now um, because every time there's a movement, AKA my husband or mm -hmm. myself, but now I'm kind of like, I just dismiss it, right? Yeah, like, it's it'll go, be, whatever, it's fine. Whatever, who knows what it is. It could just be, you know, going down for laundry, whatever. It really doesn't pick up the bun. There's the odd, odd, odd time. It will pick him up if he's jumping in the air, which he's old, he's blind, he doesn't jump that much. So anyways, so one night I realized, well, it was kind of, a, it was a funny night. I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the washroom, as one does. Mm -hmm. And I come upstairs to where a bathroom is, do my business, come back downstairs, and Bun runs over to me as if he has something to tell me. It's very important. He's like, hello, human. <laughs> and he runs over to me. But it was funny because when I came up the stairs, he acted like he didn't know me and I scared him. Like my presence scared him. Mm -hmm. But then when I came back down, he was like, hello, hello, love me, love me. So he comes running over to me. And I bend down and I'm petting him and I'm like, it's okay, relax, relax. It's just me, it's your mom, relax. And he goes back to his business. So I go back to bed. In the morning, I wanted to tell Frank what had happened. So I said, Frank, Frank, like, look, I want to show you what Bun did last night because he was being a big old weirdo. Yeah, he's being odd. And I said, uh, the camera should have picked up my movement. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, I go back through the night's quote unquote movement. And as I'm bending over to pet the Bun, these two little spirit orby things, I don't know what you want to call them, flash over the camera. And I'm showing this to Frank and I was like, what the fuck? What the, what the, what, what, what is that? Do you see that? And he's like, yes, I see that. So I'm going back and forth on the screen, like back and forth, back and forth. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And he's like, yeah, no, I see it, I see it. And so I download the video and I show some of my workmates, I send it to M, and I was like, y'all see this? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, we see it. Well, I mean, to be fair, I missed it at first and then it wasn't until later in the day that I watched it and I was like, bitch, is that some orbs? And you're literally like, oh at my first, God. she was just like, oh, that's the bun. <laughs> and then like, like at 4 p.m. that day, she's like, what? <laughs> you have ghosties. You have ghosts. And I was like, this bitch, literally. So when I'm you slow down the video and you actually look at it, it kind of looks like two sperms. <laughs> Is that how you would describe it? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they've got really long tails on it. And I don't know, I mean, again, we're not ghost experts and whatnot, but I don't know if there is any, like, spiritual meaning or whatnot behind your orbs having a tail. But so it's almost very like pronounced. it's like a smoke. Like, it's like you can see the little light, and there's two of them traveling together, and then it's almost like this smoke disperses like a tail. Like, it's yeah. like a little tail. And then that's it. So it was interesting because after that night, I said to Frank and I said to Em, I was like, I feel like I want to see if there's been more of them because sometimes in the morning I see that there's been movement, but I just assume that Frank got up to go to the bathroom or something like that. So I don't really think too much about it. Mm -hmm. I went back over the previous two weeks of movement and almost every single night around four o'clock, there's these orbs. That's insane. Sometimes it's around two, sometimes it's around four. So I downloaded all of them onto my phone. I was like, download, 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 because I don't want to miss, like I don't want to lose yeah. them. And I'm showing people and people are like, dude, is there like a dust particle in your window? I'm like, that falls every morning at like 4 a.m.? No. Well, you know, does your window back up onto a street? No, it doesn't. It's mm -hmm. backing up onto the side of another house. Yeah. 
where people live that have young children and are 100% are not up in the middle of the night. Plus, there's a fence there, too. There's a fence. Plus, you can clearly see that it's on my side of the window. Yep. So, you know, I'm, I, I am a believer, but I'm also a reasonable skeptic. Mm-hmm. So, like, tell me the things that potentially make this not believable or make this not a ghosty. I can't find anything. Well, I mean, it's just because, it, I mean, if it was, like, one or two times, then I think you would probably be like, oh, okay, like, whatever. It was just, like, a moth or it was, like, um, <laughs> a fly. Yeah, or, like, a little something maybe was in the air, like a huge dust particle, something you'd be able to overlook it. Every morning at 4 a.m., there is a dust particle that falls from the ceiling. Well, yeah, but if it was once or twice. But since now, it's happening almost every morning. You're catching it on the camera, which is being downloaded. It records to movement. My own freaking, like, five-pound, gigantic, fat-ass rabbit is not caught on movement. But this thing is caught on movement. But it's That's also, what blows my mind. Yeah, and it's also very close to the camera as it's well. It's very right? close to the camera. So it's almost like it wants to be seen. Right. And there's no sound. So, like, the camera picks up sound as well. There's no sound. It's just movement. And I can see where the rabbit is in in that recording. And usually he's just in his usual spot in front of the fireplace having a nap. So it's not, he's not moving. Mm-hmm. And even then, when he does move, it doesn't catch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's too low to the ground. That's what we think. Like, yeah. it's too small to the ground, too low to the ground. But it catches this little, like, orb light thing that flies through the sky. Mm-hmm. The sky. That was dramatic. <laughs> through the house. <laughs> through the house. In your basement. And so, um, M suggested, why don't you try, you, I don't even think I told you this. A couple weeks ago, you're like, have you smudged? Have yeah. you used sage smoke? Mm-hmm. And I'm really sorry if someone feels I'm appropriating, because I might be. But I, I, I'm, tr- with all due respect, I took a little bit of sage, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to smoke this shit out. Yeah, well, because we're, we're spirit, both very spiritual people and whatnot, and we really try not to appropriate certain cultures and beliefs and whatnot, but there's something very cleansing about the energetic space when you are using sage, basically. Absolutely. Like, and it, it's a very clearing thing, and there's a reason why a variety of cultures use it. And we're, again, we're not trying to appropriate, but we believe in this shit. Like, it, it's, it's so powerful. Good. And it I love works. The, like, everything about it. I love the smell, of the way it, that it makes the place feel. I love that clearing kind of energy. It feels really good. So I use some, some sage smoke, um, thank the universe for it, put it through my house, and I've not had one since. Okay, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, literally haven't had one since. Every single morning, it's like I'm excited at like when my alarm goes off at 7.30, I roll over and I'm like, and there's nothing. Nothing. There hasn't been anything. That's crazy. I would say there's been one in about a month and it was like one single one and it was like a second, but it was enough to set off the camera to send me a notification. But Mm -hmm. other than that, there's been nothing. Zero. But you also have to think too that you've been through some pretty like work-wise so and then we're not going to get into it but some pretty traumatic traumatic shit yeah right? for sure yeah so i think there that could be some some people with there's me. yeah some basically spirits some with spirits me. some energy some whatnot from said traumatic experience that followed you home it's really hard to say because it was happening yeah like shortly after so it didn't so this camera existed in that exact same spot before this experience yes nothing I went all the way back through all of January and then the middle of February and then it happened. I was away from home. I was helping out. Then I came home, a completely different person, having experienced loss of loss. And then there's all these orbs. 
and it wasn't until I really started doing some like counseling and some like some inner kind of workings I used some um, sage smoke in my home and then all of a sudden it just stopped and it's interesting to me that even the rabbit noticed that it was there. Well, because I, I for, and again, not expert, but I firmly believe that pets, children, whatnot are more susceptible to that type of energy. 100%. And it was like, he knew that it was like, this is foreign. Like, mm-hmm. something's going on. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. But I didn't even know. So it's not like it woke me up in the night. Like, it was just present. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily, like, a threatening presence, too, because I feel like you would have felt that. Oh, like absolutely. That it was not threatening. Your no, for sure. And and really, even since that experience, it's almost like these little shadow things. So, like, you know, I'll be reading a book or I'll be doing some, um, like, I do some beading, like some, uh, you know, beading bracelets and necklaces and things. And I'll look up and it, I feel like something is there, but it's not threatening. It's not scary. It's just there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you had noticed that there was some, like, little changes in the energy here, too, yeah. at the house. Absolutely, yeah. Basically, it, and I feel like a lot of it had to do with the emotional change that happened to you, and that invites that some energetic mm-hmm, change, mm-hmm. basically, into the house. But you could definitely feel that the vibes were different, you know? Different vibes, for like, sure. And you could tell that there was just, some, like, a little something off. Not off to the point where you were uncomfortable, but off to the point of noticing it. Right, and you had said you'd heard, like, scratching in the bathroom, yep. which we've heard a ton of times. Um, and when I first moved in here, like, back there was in the summer, nothing. there was nothing. Like, like this, this house was as clear as clear gets. Well, that, and it's, like, a new build, basically, right? Like, yeah. It was built, like, in the 90s. Nobody's yeah. died here. Yeah, like, no. Nothing, right? No. Like, new, 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 new. But then, after you going through this experience, it was, like, not only were you getting the orbs, like, there was just little things and little whatever that you'd kind of notice. Like, I noticed, and you, obviously, you live here, so you noticed. Yeah, for sure. And whatnot, that just seemed really out of place. Yeah. And it was interesting, because around that time, after I had done um, a quarantine, of course, of COVID, my 14 days at home with no one, I had gone to see my mom. Mm -hmm. So, my mom lives about three hours south of me in this old kind of well it's not that old it was built in the 80s so Mm -hmm. older ish for a home um house that was actually built by her husband's family so her husband's dad who passed away about two years ago Mm -hmm. um him did he die in the house he didn't die in the house i asked that i said did anyone die in this house now so her mom's husband is actually native and that's land that that family has owned for many 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 generations Mm -hmm. so it's had different builds quote unquote on that land so his grandparents own it who lived kind of in a shack we don't even know who owned it before that so that would have been like before the 1900s and then his parents owned it they built a home they built a home a home that was never really fully completed meaning that there was no walls up it was just um insulation and the boards and studs so there was a lot of things that needed to be done to the house he passed away um shortly after his mom passed away a couple years ago and then the name you know got it got taken into them so they're allowed Mm -hmm. to you know that's their home now it was kind of given to them i guess in the will or the estate And they've been slowly working away at it, you know, trying not to break the bank. Mm -hmm. So they kind of work away, you know, they put up a wall or they put up, you know, some plumbing or that sort of thing. And it's interesting because they've been there for about two years now. And whenever I go, I'm like, oh, we are not alone. Uh, No, God, no. You definitely, it's heavy. It's heavy. In that house. And I mean, 
fair because literally, you know, like her husband said, there literally could be people buried here. We mm-hmm. don't know. And so, because it, especially indigenous land, it's been owned yeah. for a long time by this family for hundreds of years. And so we don't actually know. And this land has always been owned by his family. Again, it doesn't feel like a, a scary kind of, I should be concerned energy. No, but, but it has a very, have very prevalent energy. It's a very obvious energy. And another thing to kind of keep in mind is that there's so much personal effects and personal objects basically from... His his family still in the house, right? So they were all um, all musicians. So there are like two drum sets. There's about five guitars. There's like a trumpet, a tam, like three or four tambourines, a few harmonicas. Like there's Mm -hmm. tons and tons. They have a music room, and when you walk into that room, it's like it hits you like a brick wall, and you're like, whoa! Yeah, like you walk into the house and you're like, "Mm, okay, no, there's something here. And then you go upstairs, and I mean, they don't necessarily use that room for anything right now. No, it's, for it's just storage. storage, yeah. So I can remember when you brought me and my husband into that room, and I, I, it made me almost, like, lightheaded. It was so... It's like we were... It was like you're entering someone else's house. Yeah. But not the house you were invited into. Yeah, like, it was very, very, very different. And I can remember... Um, D kind of being like, oh, well, look, here's this, and look, here's this, and they used to smoke in this room, so, like, look at the walls, blah, 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 and this is the plans that they were going to do, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't stay in the room. Like, it was more or less like I had, I felt more comfortable standing by the door and, like, waiting there because I felt, like, almost like I was invading somebody else's space. Right. Like, when you're going into somebody else's space and you're not welcome, not, not that you're not welcome, but But it's just, like, you weren't invited. Yeah, like, you weren't, like, these people, like, don't know you, like, why are you here? Yes. Type of, of yes. energy. And I was like, hey, like, I don't want... Yeah, well, we're not like, welcome here. Yeah, no, like, I, I can't... I can't... They don't know me, right? Right, so, right. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. You were... Yeah. And so it's interesting because, like, I've been, you know, coming around for two years now. Unfortunately, I never really got to know his parents. I, I was not in their life when his mom was still alive. Mm-hmm. And his dad, I actually... They were dating, but I was traveling. I yes. was in Europe. And so I really never got to know them. Mm-hmm. Now, deep down in my heart, now that they're married and I love her husband so much, I'm like, yeah, these are like grandparents to he's me. Like, I love them. Man. And he's yeah. so lovely. Like, my mom's husband's a great guy. So there's a piece of me that's like, these are my grandparents. Like, these are like my adopted step-grandparents. Yeah, so they're part of, they're, of your so family now. More and more, I feel like this is my space, too. This mm-hmm. is my space, too. But it took me a while to get there. I was like, these are some weird fucking vibes. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind that my mom and her husband are not... I wouldn't consider them skeptics. But they're they're creeping up on boomers. They're very practical. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing to be scared of. The mm-hmm. only thing to be scared of are the animals in the forest that could fucking eat you. So Because you're in the bush there. We in the bush. So, you know, really since this experience that I had, I've gone home a couple times and each time there's like this really, really defining moment of like, we are not fucking alone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm just noticing it more and more. And so my mom at first described it as, we see dragonflies. They fly in packs of two, sometimes four. They only come out when we make a big change to the house. Or if we're having people over. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're asserting their presence. And being we like, are here. I'm here. So, you know, in the summer, I had a birthday party in July. Um, you know, it was a kind of a socially distanced outside party. It was really lovely. Lots of my friends from, like, university, work, you know, up where I live now. And I've made my life. But also my high school friends were there. And it was really lovely. It was a lot of fun. The whole night, my mom told me afterwards, four dragonflies. 
all over the property. Yeah. Just, she said they were just going in circles. And it was almost like they were just keeping an eye, everyone's okay, everything's good. But you gotta think too, that was probably the most activity that that um, property has seen in, in ages. years. Ages, probably 10 years. That's mm -hmm. what her husband had said, probably 10 years. It was the most action, so to speak. Yeah. So it was really, really lovely. And um, since then, now that you know they're living there full time as of September of this year, you know, my mom's saying she will, you know, if no one's home, she'll hear talking. And she says it's a very, very clear conversation. And oftentimes she thinks, like her logical mind, is like, oh, there's people outside. I should go outside. But they live in the middle of nowhere. They live in bumfuck nowhere. Like, okay, there's like no neighbors. Their next neighbor is like a 10-minute drive down the road. Easily. Like, yeah, easily. And so she'll go outside thinking that her husband's home or that somebody stopped in for a surprise visit and there's no one there. And she says, I look around the property and then I acknowledge, hi, mom and dad, I know you're here. You're having a chat. Is there something you're upset about? You know, is there something that we should know about? And then, of course, the conversation kind of stops when she acknowledges it. Mm -hmm. So she says she's not scared by it. But most recently, and her husband, he doesn't notice it as often, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's, like, a little bit more passive. He's kind of like, wow, what are you talking about? And he works more and whatnot. Yeah. So it was um, a couple weekends ago after I had sent my mom the pictures of these orbs that mm -hmm. I had sent you and yeah. that I'm talking about. And so I think she was kind of a bit heightened. Yeah. She was a bit more aware. Now, having said that, you wouldn't need to be heightened or aware for this shit. Mm -mm. So she's sitting um, in her living room with her husband, and he, you know, um, formally, pre-COVID times, and COVID's been a year now, was a musician who would go out and play, quote-unquote, gigs, as they call them, mm -hmm. um, you know, for a bar or, like, whatever, yeah. go to the beach and play, and people would come and see him. And he's a very talented singer. Mm -hmm. His whole family comes from a long line of musicians, you know. Etc. So he decided, I'm getting a bit rusty. It's been a year. I haven't played mm -hmm. any gigs. I'm going to pull up my guitar and start singing. So he pulls out his guitar and he's serenading my mother, which as she's telling me this, I'm like, oh, my heart. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking adorable. Love that for you, mom. And so he's serenading her and singing some country songs. And she says that the lights are, they have like a dimmer in their kitchen. They just, just put in brand new lights into their kitchen. The kitchen's not even fucking painted. Like they just put up the lights mm -hmm. and the lights start going up and down, up and down. And she's like, whoa, whoa, hold up. Yeah. Your parents are here. Yeah. You're singing and you brought them. Yeah. They're here with us now. Yeah. And the lights are going up and down. And then he notices and he's like, oh, like, shit, you're right. And she's like, we're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're here with us. And just as they acknowledged it, the lights go completely off. Just shit. straight up off. Yep. So my mom's like, okay, do you want us to stop or keep going? Like, are you just acknowledging you're here? So she gets up, she turns them back on. And nothing else for the rest of the night. Just, we're Just, here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. <laughs> so I, so she texts me and I just said, mom, like you need a Waze camera. And she goes, we don't fucking need one. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own two goddamn eyes. And I'm like, True. fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, I've had some inner workings lately. Yeah. There's some like interesting pretty, things going on. Active it's been you. pretty active. And, uh. I think there's a lot of factors to it. I think that there's lots of things going on in my mom's world attached to the house, which is really, really exciting for them. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things going on in my world. And, you know, um, and I are working towards some spiritual awakenings. Yes. <laughs> which is in a really great book that we're going to talk about. Yeah, soon. we're going to go deep dive into it in a little we're bit. We're going to deep dive into it. 
And I think that there's just, there's a lot of, a lot of energy going on right now. Yeah. Lots and lots of energy. And I'm, I'm not, it's not a scary energy. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, I wouldn't say friendly, but it's almost peaceful in a way. Inviting. Inviting. Yeah. It's inviting. It's not scary. I'm not worried about it. I'm not stressed about it. It's It's docile. Docile? Yeah, docile. Yeah. Yeah, it's just docile. And it's like this little innocent little kind of just saying, hey, hi. Like, I'm around. I'm here. Yo, what's up, girl? Hi. And I'm like, hey. What up? What up? (laughs) And literally, Frank is like, I give two shits. (laughs) Is he sensitive to stuff like that? He can be, but I think he's a bit more like my mom's husband, who's just kind of like, oh, yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Like, oh, that's fine. And, like, I show him. Like, we're fucking laying in bed, and I'm like, check it out! And he's like, okay. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that happened. And I'm like, can you give me a little bit more? I'm, text- <laughs> I'm texting him. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm just like, Aah! oh my god! <laughs> <It's a ghost." laughs> so yeah, definitely I'll be posting that on Instagram. I'll mm-hmm. let you all know what I think, and you please let me know what you think. Yeah, exactly. If there's anybody out there that is very active with um, hauntings and ghost the hunting ghosties. or just has a lot of like spiritual knowledge when it comes to ghosts please reach out to us because we would love to pick your brain love to pick your brain and i would love to know what people think potentially these little orbs are yeah exactly and i'm stoked about it me too i'm really stoked me too so i think i've really been on this like little like mish lately i've been re or um not reading sorry i've been watching some really fabulous shows yeah like we've like, been sorry english blah we've been really diving into like death culture I'd say we have been and so right now my current fave which Emma's going to watch and give us a review later mm. is like the 2003 <laughs> HBO uh six feet under which I'm obsessed with Frank is obsessed with and you need to do it I'm gonna you have to do it and there's like all these really really great characters and it's about a um funeral home so it's about a family that lives in a funeral home and they run this funeral home and it's the inner workings of it and family dynamics and then them dealing with their own deaths and traumas and it's very funny it's very real and i think for 2003 it's fairly enlightened it's um lgbtq plus positive um you know which is again unusual for that time yeah um i say that as if it was like the 1500s but i mean it was like over 15 years ago i know it was coming to fruition it was coming so yeah it's a really really great show we get lots of laughs it makes me think um and i think it's like very very death positive Mm -hmm. um so that's my current fave another one that i just um finished is surviving death which is on netflix it's a netflix series it's like i think an eight or nine part series it's yeah it's great and so i think that one is really really cool it's not just um like it's not just specifically death it's oogie boogie spiritual yeah it's okay so it basically it starts off with people's like near-death experiences and like what they i don't want to give all the details away but basically it goes from like near-death experiences how people perceive death and like their experience in dying and coming back and then it moves into mediumship and, um, like, psychic abilities when it comes to, like, people who have passed. And, and it talks about plasma. Is it called plasma? Yeah. The, the shit that comes from your mouth. Yeah. It's burning hot from, like, ghosties. I don't mean, man, it is crazy. It's insane. So, and it goes really deep into, like, the culture around, like, 
mediumship and like just death and dying and really kind of gives you a, a different outlook at least it did for me it kind of just reaffirmed a lot of the beliefs and whatnot that I had in like the afterlife and in ghosts like it it's pretty, pretty powerful, powerful shit like, it's powerful shit it is for sure um something that Frank and I are kind of in the middle of right now is Morgan Freeman's Finding God never and, watched it but yeah, it sounds really it's good another really good one and so it gives this really um kind of baseline of like all these different cultures around the world and religions and ethnic backgrounds and all of this really really great very kind of neutral um information about god and about um the afterlife and the devil and what is evil mm-hmm. and he talks to like inmates who've committed really really quote-unquote evil crimes like you know where he like they tortured people and they did these things and he talks to them and kinds to see they do like these brain scans like are people inherently evil if they do these things like yeah. it's really really incredible That's and really also more if i win like a billion dollars morgan freeman is like reading me bedtime stories so like, <laughs> there you go you've not wasted any time when you listen to morgan freeman yeah. right so really really great series that's actually on disney plus so I've been watching that on Disney Plus's kind of like National Geographic session, I guess. Love that. Um, another Netflix series that I'm like really obsessed with right now is The Good Place. Have you seen that? I yet? love that show. Okay, hilarious. Like I haven't watched the, the newest season. I think I've watched the first like three seasons, but I okay love it. Hilarious. So good and super makes you think. So by so I'm not going to spoil it for you, but by the very final. Season, which I'm so sad that it's done and the final episode I feel like Frank and I are like sitting on the couch and we're like the fuck yeah what is life hmm. and what do we live for yeah it is incredible but it's also like a really funny it's supposed to be like comic it's it's a great show it's like it's very Check satirical and whatnot but it's also makes you think so it does make you think and, and it's, it's like what is the good like what will it be like yeah. what is the good place is it is the good place versus the bad place versus oh we're all just going to the medium place or like what? Yeah. What? It really makes you think about life after death. Totally. Great. You have to watch the last it's one. It's really, really good. Um, uh, again, recently on Disney Plus, Soul. Can I we just take a second movie. to appreciate Soul? Oh, I sobbed uncontrollably at that movie. It was too cute. Literally at the end, I was like, <laughs> like ugly cries. Mm-hmm. So sweet. So great. I think it is such a wonderful, wonderful, um thought-provoking for children and adults. I don't really post on my personal Facebook that often, but on my personal Facebook, after I watched, about like 30 minutes after I watched it, I was like, if y'all don't go and fucking watch this, you're missing out. Yeah, it's too good to <laughs> It's miss. too good. And then we actually watched it after the first time we watched it. Again, in like three weeks, we watched it again, and we were like, this is just going to be something we'll watch every yeah, like, it's like one of those few movies. months. It's like a comfort movie that you like rewatch over and over. Totally, and over. like this is like our current kind of comfort movie. I think I'm on the third time watching it now. Like it'll be my fourth Aww. soon, and I'm just like, it just brings me some sort of like. It's again another way of looking at life after death, mm-hmm. quote unquote ghosts. I guess like it's just it's a great movie. It is. It's a comfort movie, but also a thought provoking movie. It is. Yeah, it's great. What like ignites you and what brings yeah. you brings you joy and passion. Oh god, it's so good. I love that. Mm-hmm. So then some like oldies that I was thinking about, which kind of make me laugh. So like as a kid, cause so like 
something I should mention to people who are still listening, still <laughs> with us. I am terrified of scary movies. Yeah, it's not your vibe. I mean, I, I'm there with you, but I've seen I've seen some shit. See, but I won't. Even like the boogeyman or whatever, I was like, <laughs> because I think it's the world I work in. I believe in it way too much, mm-hmm. and I think for me, like I'm one of those like really fucking sensitive people that's yes. like it's real, <laughs> which like it is. But like most humans, unlike myself, can detach. I'm so involved in movies. Like, mm-hmm. when I watch the Titanic, I feel like I'm on the fucking iceberg. And I'm on like... On the iceberg, not on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the iceberg! I'm like, help! Bitches, you going down! You gonna go down! Stop the boat! <laughs> I meant on the piece of the iceberg. Like, floating in the water. <laughs> Never mind, it was a door. Jack was on the door! <laughs> I was gonna say, like... Or not Jack, Rose! Rose was on, on the, the door. door. Oh, Jesus. Okay, anyways, I went on the piece of the iceberg waiting for Jack. Okay, anyways. Um, she meant, because she flubbed again, she meant that she's on the door. <laughs> floating, floating, uh, like, after the catastrophe, and waiting to be Anyways, safe. like, the Titanic happened 100 years ago. Not to make it any less serious than it is. Yes. It was It was awful. It was terrible. Very tragic event. However, there's been wars. Yeah, there's and other things that pandemics. are... Pandemics. Pa- pandemics. There's been other things that created a lot more deaths. Yeah. But for some reason, when I watched the Titanic, especially knowing that it was real, I blubber like a fucking baby. Anyway, well, yeah, this has nothing to do with the current situation <laughs> of what we're talking about, but what I'm saying is, I don't do scary movies. Mm-hmm. So the closest thing that I will get to enjoying, I quote, unquote, and y'all are gonna laugh, scary movie, is The Addams Family and Beetlejuice. I'm sorry, I said it, I had to say it, okay? Like, Adam's Family and Beetlejuice were like childhood favorites that terrified me. <laughs> like my mother's armpit, my nose, meeting for the first time, <laughs> the 20th time, because I'm like, it's terrifying. And my mother's like, there, there, young princess. Okay. You're fine. And you'll be fine. And I was like, I don't vibe with this shit. <laughs> so, but I love Adam's family. And now as an adult, I feel like a really big badass watching it. Like, I'm so cool. <laughs> I like the Adam's family. I'm not even scared. I'm not even scared. And Beetlejuice, I'm not going to lie to you. While Em and I were talking about this episode, she said Beetlejuice three times, and I turned the fuck around. And you were like, he's here. I was like, he's here. And 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 my heart, it was beating a little faster than it probably <laughs> So, like, that's where I'm at. But anyways, what other, like, things have you been watching? Um. Well, currently for me, like, speaking of oldies, like, the one movie, and my one friend Kate will love this reference. Um, the one movie that basically solidified to me when I was very young that ghosts were, like, a real thing and that there was, like, a whole other dimension uh, when it comes to people being on, like, an astral plane was The Others. Now, I know it's not, like, the scariest movie there ever was, but come, like, 2004, (laughs) that scared the shit out of me. And I can remember watching this movie at a um slumber party at my mom's apartment like we're all like 12 13 whatever and my my friend kate does not do scary movies at the time she now she's like she a badass i guess i don't know she's like huh nothing ghosts aren't real actually she's been on the podcast she believes ghosts aren't real but whatever um beach (laughs) um we were watching this movie and there's and i'm if you've seen it there's a part where like the old lady very like suddenly comes on screen and she screamed so loud and then immediately ran into my mom's room and was like, ah! like I can't watch this anymore. It's too scary. 
Um, and Same I love you. <laughs> and I love you for that. Um, but anyway, but just the idea behind the movie, basically, kind of, it mind-fucked me when I was younger. Like, it was like, holy shit, like, I didn't realize that this was even a thing. And then the more that I thought about it as I started to get older, I was like, that's, like, a very valid possibility, right? That there's people, basically, that have passed on but haven't really passed all the way on that are on the other side of the veil that visit you and have their own vibe in life and whatever and, like... (laughs) Just haven't quite moved on to the like the afterlife. So, also while you were watching that scary movie, I was watching the Adams Family shitting my pants. <laughs> so just know that, okay? And hopefully that makes Kate feel better. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I've watched some scary movies. Like I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them. I end up like shitting my pants afterwards. Basically, like I watched after I watched Insidious, I didn't sleep for like two days because I literally I had I had like my light on. Like, my blanket Curls over me, like, corner. waiting for that devil thing to fucking come out of, like, the corner of the room and, like, oh, get me. Lord. Like, it, mm, I'm not going to sleep mm. just from the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, and I, yeah, it was, it was too much. But, um, yeah, so that movie basically really affirmed to me that, like, ghosts and shit are real. I know it's, like, a Nicole Kidman movie, but to me, just made me think. But um, some of the deathly things that I'm loving right now, like on the recommendation of D, I have watched Surviving Death, and that was really impactful, really awesome, and whatnot. So that's one of the recent things that I've watched. But a podcast actually that I um, follow quite frequently is called, and that's why we drink. Um, I just love them. They have weekly episodes, and basically it's two hosts. One covers like a major murder, and the other one covers. Um, they're M and Christine. Um, Christine covers murders. M covers ghosty, culty, creepy things, which I, I just love it. Like, they're really candid. They're very much kind of like how we have, like, chats and whatnot. They're two, like, best friends who all host an awesome um, podcast. Excuse me, us. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So, it's they're just wonderful. I love them. Um, they're also um, ATWWD podcast a t w w d podcast uh, uh on instagram if you want to go find them they're awesome go follow them follow go. them right now go. um go. so go. 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 some they've got some really good ghost stories too and the cool thing is that they have um like monthly listeners basically that write into them at the like every month telling them their like scary stories or if they like lived next to like a mass murderer or like stuff like that it's <laughs> really it's really interesting content so Go give them a listen. Go give them a like. Um, but yeah, that's like my ghosty stuff for like the past little bit, basically. Uh, with it, death things. Is, yeah. And that's why we drink and uh, some Netflix. So we have some really, really fun topics coming up soon. We sure do. And so we're going to talk about the uh, legend. Yeah, like different like death, like legends and whatnot. Um, like... What's it like, La Llorona and like um, Bloody Mary and like stuff like that, basically like cultural creepy shit. Like we're gonna get in some creepy shit, basically. And also my grandest fears. Yes, <laughs> and we're gonna give D nightmares for days. For days. For days. Mm-hmm. And then also Frank said something about the cl- what was it? The, the cl- candy. The man. candy. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can do an episode without me. We'll just. We don't even need you. It'll be an M and. Frank takeover. Yeah, it will be. And that, you know, I like, I love that for you guys. Yeah. And I'ma just fucking sleep or we'll something. We'll plan it. We'll plan Play it. Play with the bus. <laughs> She'll be downstairs with Frank's headphones on being like, la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the rabbit, pretending that everything is fine in the world. Fuck <laughs> 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 my shit. 
<laughs> yes, definitely. I'm gonna do that. So please, we always, always, always want your ghosty stories. We do. We want your creepy stories. We do want your kids do weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a kid like a Ghostbusters? <laughs> do you have like indoor security cameras or pet cameras or whatnot that have picked up some weird shit? Or do you have like fun ghost stories? Like we want to hear your stories. So please email them to lapetitemorepod at gmail.com or even DM us on Instagram um, at lapetitemorepod because we are dying here. <laughs> we funny. We are we funny. We funny. At the very least. Yes. So um, we really look forward to talking to you guys about stuff like that and then all of our upcoming episodes and whatnot. So yeah. keep an ear out. Um, yeah, but you can also find us on... Um, I always want to go say Stitcher, but we're not on Stitcher. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're not at La Petite More Pod. Again, you can email us at lapetitemorepod at gmail.com. Um, yeah. You can also go and check out a couple of the people that we've recently interviewed. We interviewed the Vaginismus podcast not too long ago and the Millennial Mortician. Go show them some love. And, and all the other people we fucking yeah. just mentioned. And all the people we just mentioned. Go check. We've given you lots of resources. You got some homework now. Get yourself uh. some homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, okay. And then until next time, when in doubt, lube it up. Right away. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love it. That's our thing. <laughs>